Get in, loser. We're going to adventuring. Hi, this is Michael doing a Marin Open. I'm going to experiment with some forms that reduce the amount of time it takes to master these puppies. In particular, I'm doing away with the previous on, the on in favor of a quick intro. I've got about eight more episodes in the can. I'm going to try to stick to an every two-week schedule going forward. We're also going to break things up slightly differently in the middle. Jumping into this episode, we met Pandora Spotify and reintroduced ourselves to Jenny the Tank Girl, who was enjoying an unusual sort of emancipation. Through various plot events, they ended up on a road trip together. We also spent some time exploring Spotify's powers. Two supers rescued an encampment of street kids that almost got swept up in a Steve Bannon-led paramilitary raid meant to capture them and their friend Rockhound, plus maybe some extra Mundanistos. It was pretty epic. <laughs> That's a small detail. Yeah. <laughs> we were having so much fun. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds like the opening of a story of, and that's why the show was canceled. <laughs> so now that we're recording, hi, Joe. Hi, Jason. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> so it's been like three weeks since we recorded last. It's very exciting. Yeah, so you have to help us remember. <laughs> See, we've all been thinking furiously about how to advance the plot. When we last we left our heroines, they had uh, appeared on the outskirts of a truck stop slash like convenience store slash thing that, uh, having been teleported away from the evil goons, some people that were in an Osprey that definitely included at least Free Range Bannon and the Colossus of Chodes. Definitely military. Uh, or something. Sure. Or something. In the world of uh, the post-Grey Goo event, the military civilian line is even more alighted than it is currently. Elided is a good word. Yeah. Thank you. So you uh, you appear on the, uh, the outskirts of this this truck stop, right? And mm-hmm. um, all of the all of the kids are still pretty much blind from the enormous pulse of light, the ray of light, if you will. The, yes. <laughs> ray of light. Oh, I'm still got the song. I got to look this up. Yes. Excellent. And I'm just imagining this sort of like a combination of the Thor Ragnarok uh, aesthetic, but with like Star Trek style beaming. All these like like neon yeah. lights swirling around them, and yeah. then suddenly suddenly leaping across across the ground. Well, that was my thought. I mean, yeah, that that I mean, the effect is teleportation right. on paper, but it's she's really moving quicker Probably than light the speed. Ray of light. Absolutely, Gem is my name. No one else is the same. Outrageous, truly, truly outrageous. You know, as a kid, I didn't. Ne- I never understood why the uh, intro was so much better animated than the show itself. Uh. <laughs> it's always very strange to me. That's what they spent the money on. Exactly. Yeah, like in real life, yeah, we're going to show this every episode, spend some money on it, right? Yeah. Anyway. So you all arrive in the, you know, at the outskirts, and it's, it's that thing where, like, it's just really dark, and then there's, like, just these spotlights everywhere. Have you been to these, like, huge rural truck stop things? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you got that huge, um, like, the pergola thing over the uh, over the gas pumps themselves, and then you've got the vast fields of nap space and slash illicit activity over by the uh, where the trucks the semis can park. You, you gentle truckers, <laughs> that's right. you noble kings of the highway. <laughs> gentle, gentle, 
princes of interstate commerce. <laughs> God bless you. And then you have this bizarrely huge, like, multi-connected mall-ish thing, right, which has, like, the convenience store with the, the soda machine and all the other machines, and then connected to it is, like, a subway, and connected to that is, like, a Dairy Queen brazier, and then there's, like, the, the showers and the video game machine and various other stuff. A very large convenience store that sells uh, electronics, Bluetooth headsets, and... Yeah, and then it has like the the weird thing where they have like the the seasonal goods that uh, the local drugstore doesn't carry because there is no local drugstore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole thing. And so like they're kind of blind, but they uh, the, the kids, right? But they're and um, Pandora is exhausted, right? She she's blown out her her stun or her endurance rather. At least for another 16 seconds. Yes, but for, for 16 <laughs> seconds, for long enough that, like, an actual event takes place. Yeah. So, like, Rockhound is like, wait a minute, do, do, I, don't, I don't hear anything, I, I think they're gone, and, and he he uh, recovers more quickly than everyone else. And looks around and is like, are we at the truck stop? Hey, guys, we're at the truck stop, we're, we're cool, we're safe, yay! Right, and everyone starts jumping up and down and hugging, and then all of them, like, reach into their pockets and dry swallow a pill. Like, every every single one of them totally just does that. Heck, like the dope, like the O. Yeah, yeah. Like the the same way as if somebody had this happen to them and they had a flask, they would just pull a flask out, right? Because that okay. was ridiculous. Like it, it is almost it is the same kind of reflex. Drugs are bad. Drugs okay. are bad. All right, well, Pandora's not doing that. Yeah, that's how she rolls. But you just notice it, like it's it's yeah. just kind of quiet, and everyone you know reaches into a pocket and then pull, pulls out their their stash of one or two, and this is apparently now a thing people do. <laughs> These kids today. I tell you what, with their, they're just dopers with their beat, beat, beat music. And then after about 10, 15 seconds, people's, you know, eyesight starts to come back and they're blinking and wandering around and heading and heading toward the truck stops in twos and threes. Okay. It is pretty clear that everybody blames Pandora. Uh, Pandora blames Pandora. Yes. Yeah. And she feels so, like terrible. Yeah, so there's a certain amount of just basic ostracism beginning to take place immediately. Rockhound is a little more, like, chill about it. Because he, he you know, he, he just kind of sees the world a little little better. Yeah. But uh, but he, he is uh, definitely sort of looking after them first and Pandora second. Yeah. And uh, what do you guys do now that, like, the, the sudden anticlimax of having escaped asserts itself? Well... Pandora will mention to, to Jenny that uh, say, "Look, I, I, um, I, I can't go in there. Why? Like, I don't, I don't do well in public spaces because I don't know if I'm going to turn into something. You know, I, you know, if I, go, and she's kind of, this is obviously like a big deal to her, and she's like, you know, if I, if I turn into something, or I don't know, my, my." hair catches on fire or lightning comes out of me or something and I'm in a public space I just I, I mess everything up so I'll just I'll, I'll be out here if you want to you want to go out and go in and get some something and she kind of tries to she's kind of looking around for a place where like it's a little darker you know where, and, and that's impossible because it's just you know bright. halogen yes searing LED lights it's bright <clears throat> like someone is mad at the idea of dark yeah well, Jenny's not entirely super comfortable because she kind of feels like, well, did we really get away? I mean, we were in the middle of nowhere when they showed up the first time. 
Mm -hmm. And this is much less the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we got some distance, but... And so she's thinking that, but what she's going to say to Pandora is, no, 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 come on in. I, I don't... You know, I don't know the others all that well, and uh, I really wish you would come in there with me. She kind of does that thing where she kind of looking at the ground and <laughs> says, "Okay, all right." Come on, I'll I'll get you a um, an iced mocha. Oh, oh, look, they have a uh, they have. Oh, actually, what time of what time yeah. of year is it? I don't remember. It, it is six months from now, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be early June. Oh, okay. Um, well, heck, that blows that idea. So, um, oh, just It'll come be on nice in. Mocha. <laughs> yeah, come on in. I'll get you an ice mocha. Okay, but don't use your credit card. Uh, why not? Because I'll trace you. Who? The, the people who gave you the credit card. <laughs> For the record, like that is one hundred percent the plan. Like obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and not even not even in a mean way, right? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got, I've got a little, a little cash, and she kind of reaches into a you know, pocket and is like, "Oh wait, that's right, my." And she kind of then goes into her little backpack and. Oh, Rockhound waves at you. What? And, and walks over to you and literally just hands you a brick of twenties. What? And then walks off. What? What is this for? For saving us. Well, it's my fault. I mean, I got you. I got us into this. Least I could do is get us out. Rockhound looks at her and he's like, "We're always in something. That's how it is now." That's that's true. And she kind of you know looks at the the money and how like like how much is it like? Oh, it's like a brick of twenties. So it, you're looking at at least a couple thousand dollars. She takes, she peels off like two of them, hands one to to Jenny, and then puts mm-hmm. the the brick in the backpack. Yeah. Just, so it could be immediately like because you know. So does it occur to her that maybe she should give the brick to Jenny for safekeeping? I was just saying I've got the bag. Oh, I'm, if it occurs I'm to Jenny, I, just... I know. I know what does. I know what you do the bag. That's all. <laughs> no, I just put it in the bag. Okay. All right. Well, let's go on in. Cool. And like, and you, you can kind of see in the rock, rock kind of like shows you a, ba- a bag where he's got like five other bricks of this size in there because he's been. Because that's how he looks at the world. Is the bug out bag full of cash? And yeah, and there's a second bug out bag with supplies. Just kind of said, Jane, uh, Pandora just kind of sighs and, well, okay, we'll walk into the convenience store or the the whole facility plaza. Mm-hmm. So the, the the kids are running rampant. It's kind of adorable and you know a little intense. They are you know f- filling up slushies and and throwing money at things and you know get, get, getting change and playing. Actual video games that take actual quarters. Such a thing. Various ones are in, you know, actual showers with actual pressure. <laughs> and ordering, that you know, terrible foods full of starch. Mm, terrible food full of starch actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, it totally does. Especially if it's fried. Excellent. Yes, you, you find fried things to eat. Very good. And after and about five minutes, nothing happens. Pandora is keeping her eye on the one of the 30,000 exits. Excellent. Let's go ahead and roll and see what uh, what her powers change over to. And because she is out of heroic action points, she has even less control than usual. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, 
Tori Amos's Crucify. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which is like ridiculously appropriate. Oh my goodness. Well, she's feeling like, and not necessarily wrongly, but very sorry for herself, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. I don't even know what I would do. So, uh, oh, 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 oh. No. She's got a, she's got a bowling ball in her stomach. Yes. She gets density increase. Excellent. <laughs> she has a desert in her mouth. She breathes fire. <laughs> and then, of course, yep. she's probably got some kind of unluck aura or something like right. that. But yes, and it generally just, it's, it's, it's this very kind of melancholy song. Right. And it just really depresses the hell out of her. <laughs> more, more so than, than normal. Sadly sipping an uh, a iced <laughs> mocha. Burping flames. <laughs> and then like the, the chair is creaking under her increased weight. Yeah. She's trying to walk gingerly because she kind of knows. I mean, she, she's had her powers long enough that she kind of knows yeah. what to do and what not to do. Absolutely. Keeping her mouth shut. <laughs> so Joe and Jason, rather than the characters, assuming that things are not necessarily going to happen quickly, what would your characters do in order to ensure safety and get moving? I think you can assume that the kids want to move on. And, and preferably without Pandora and Tinker. Well, I think we want to move on preferably without um, without the Oogles. Yeah. yeah. So without the Oogles, we're all Oogles now. Yeah. Oh, well, Pandora is kind of working through the situation in her mind because mm-hmm. in in her mind, the government took Jenny. Yes. And she has rescued Jenny from the government. Yes. And the government is the military. Yes. Because these weren't just like. You know, Bundy dudes in their khakis and, and dungarees. And, right, and those weren't military outfits. surplus helicopters. Those were, like, actual Ospreys, yes. Right. So this is also the military, which is also the government. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of conflicted. Okay. Well, now I want to say conflicted. Conflicted is a bad way of putting it. She she knows that they're trying, they, they were trying to get Jenny, but she's confused as to why they were rounding up everybody else. Mm-hmm. Who weren't powers? I mean, yes. she could see why they would grab Rockhound, yes, but not why they would want to round up the other kids, mm-hmm. because the government has ways of knowing things like that. Like they they would be able to tell, sure, that these kids were just kids. Now you know she's heard stories about how the government is you know stealing kids and turning them into gruel and feeding them to cows and just all sorts of horror stories. You know, that may or may not be true, but, you know, is that is that part of it? She's not sure. She's basically just mulling over these things in her mind. So as Tori Amos plays on repeat, what is, what, what is Jenny kind of working through at this point? Um, well, this has all kind of happened kind of fast. Yeah. And, um, you know, she was planning on just sitting around in the diner. Um, right. So this has all happened. She kind of wants to get back to her comfort zone, but she doesn't really want to seem like she wants to get back to her comfort zone because she wants to seem like she's uh, more grown up and more you know, aware of what's going on in the world, more up mm-hmm. for an adventure than she actually mm-hmm. is. Um, well, and this has gone past adventure and into just terrifying, right? Well, you know, an adventure is something terrifying happening to someone else a long way away. <laughs> So where would her comfort zone be, though? What, what would she be looking for? Um, if only subconsciously, right? Well, she wants to go home, but um, you know, her original home was not all that great. 
mm-hmm. and um, um, and is gone. Mm-hmm. But you know she's kind of got set up on her own now uh, after leaving Los Alamitos. Um, right. So. So the, um, the two of you are sitting in silence, trying to kind of trying to sort out your own feelings, right? Rather rather than yeah. and not really feeling like talking to each other much, eating food, listening to Tori Amos. <laughs> when both of you just suddenly like look up to the north northeast, like you like you heard something or something, but you didn't actually hear anything. Hmm. You, you just have this, this this sudden sense of something coming from that direction. And I look at Jenny. Yeah, and she's like right there. Like mm-hmm. both of you are looking in the same direction. Did you hear something? I didn't hear anything, but there's something there. Hmm. Maybe we should go out and look. Okay. So you go outside, and you definitely like you didn't lose the sense. It's just like there's something definitely something to the north northeast. Do either of you bother to pull out a map or a phone to see what's in that direction? I pull out my phone. Yeah. So it's it's along the highway, and it's in the direction like you, you zoom out a bit and you're like, well, crap, because that's it's in the direction of Salt Lake City. Hmm. Is it calling us? Calling's a strong word, but it certainly wouldn't mind if you talk if you if you paid attention to it. So Pandora kind of takes a couple of breaths and waits for her song to change. It does. What does it change to? Dangerous by Roxette. I don't know that one. (laughs) Girl, she's a little bit dangerous. Oh, no. Okay, there we go. That's it. What it takes to make ends meet. Well, that's good. She has the eyes of a lover that hit like heat. Okay. She she can shoot lasers out of her mind. Outstanding. She can shoot fiery lasers out of her eyes. That's good. (laughs) Um, Oh, this is not the dangerous by Roxette. This is dangerous by some other. Guy David Guetta. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! No, no, no! I'm looking. No, this is just the Google lyrics. I looked okay. at like, Google dangerous ah, lyrics, the wrong lyrics. <laughs> and I got the wrong lyrics. So, which this is hilarious. <laughs> you pack your bag. You take control. Get out of my okay. way. Get out of my sight. Walking on thin ice to get through the night. Nice. Um. So. She's probably got a, a, a variety of like heat and ice powers at the moment, but I don't okay. think that any of these would necessarily enhance her perception. Okay. But she is itchy to leave mm-hmm. because of the song. Hold on tight. Excellent. And about five feet away from you, someone appears. Yeah. Yeah. It is a guy, he's about 5'10", five, 5'11", five, he's got a beard, glasses. If you were a different character, you would recognize him as Not All Man! What the hell? No! <laughs> Go away, Not All Man! <laughs> no one asked for men here. When you say he appears, yeah. he just, like, appears out of nowhere? Yeah, there's, like, a puff of, of, of air that was a small air explosion that's pushed out of the way, and then he just kind of appears there. Okay, uh, uh, Jenny is like, like reflexively, without, um, without really thinking about it. So mm-hmm. it's like this is like a startle response. Sure. Uh, she turns into reactive armor. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <clears throat> and she, uh, <laughs> Pandora, 
instinctively is hiding under a halo. <laughs> she goes invisible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's like it's like the beginning of a an anime where everyone's chasing down like the the seven crystal shards. Yeah. Power up. <laughs> so I've it kind says, of described um, Jenny's mm-hmm. uh, depleted uranium form. Yes, please. It's like being the, kind uh, of uh, uh, dull gray, almost greasy looking metal yes. and faceted. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of looking like herself, but low polygon. You know, all flat surfaces that mm-hmm. uh, things would glance off of. Um, when she goes to um, uh, reactive armor, mm-hmm. it's like that, but um, uh, she turns um, matte black, and uh, each of those facets kind of starts, it points out uh, like a p- little pyramid. So um, where she was, all these bounce-off facets before, now she's like... Um, not like long spikes, but just kind of uh, um, bumpy, spiky. Nice. And and this is just a, a pure one hundred percent startle response. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it takes her a second to realize that she did it. I also think it's a good survival try, survival <laughs> tactic. So uh, not so he appears and he kind of looks around. and He looks a little disoriented, and he like murmurs to himself like, "A, a truck, a truck stop? What? What the shit?" And he looks, uh, looks over, and of course he sees one of you. Yes. <laughs> and he says, "Oh, I thought there were two of you, huh? Oh, well, we don't have much time. Uh, listen, uh, Budapest is in danger. I was sent here to pick you up. I just realized I skipped a bunch of context. I'm very sorry about that." Well, we're not going with you. Comes a disembodied voice. <laughs> well, ah, <laughs> right. He like he jumps back into the fakest karate stance you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> ah, who's there? What? <laughs> Who am I talking to? Where am I? What's, seriously, where am I? Where? Where is this place? It's a truck stop. Pause. <laughs> okay. <Boy. laughs> Alright, I, I don't have much time. Um, It's a long story. I don't have a lot of time. I was sent here to recruit, I think you, to come help. Help what? Help who? Disembodied voice. Uh, Budapest, which is a utopian community for women, but I'm helping anyway. Uh, it's under attack. Yeah, that's what's going on. And like, I, I, I was sent. Like, I, you felt the call, right? Isn't Budapest in Russia? <laughs> but no, it's it's named after a person named Budapest. I, I don't, I don't pretend to understand these things. I'm pretty sure it's in Russia. It's a city. It's a person and a city. Well, how can that be? I don't know. Like, somebody... What? There's no Salt Lake City person. We don't know that. What? Joe Salt Lake City? How would you... No, how would you possibly... Like, now he's falling back into form. How would you possibly (laughs) prove that there was no one whose last name was, like, Salt Lake City or SLC or something? Or maybe, like, somebody, like, that was their nickname and it kind of stuck after a while. Well, nicknames don't count. Like what? Is, what are the last things Salt I could, Lake? I could nickname. I could nickname myself Cactus Ass, and it doesn't make it anything useful. Yeah, but if you go to Ellis Island and you show up and you're like, "Hi, I'm Cactus Ass." Guess what's going to nobody goes to Ellis Island anymore, right? But so what if somebody from Budapest did? Like Budapest is in Russia. Russia's been there forever. <laughs> 
<laughs> so at this point, Pandora actually fades into and in, you know, like she, she's so involved in this truly stupid debate that clearly, you know, only teenagers and early twenty somethings would have. Oh, it is. It is one hundred percent in character. <laughs> so she appears and it's like, "There you are." I just wanted answers to my questions. <laughs> So it's named Budapest. It's not named after the city. It's named after a person. That's what's. But up. it's a city. It's now there a city. Is... You, you just said it's now a city. It, there's two cities now. I understand. Okay. But it's a city named after a city. It's a city named after a person who is who was named after a city. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, everybody knows that. <laughs> she says un- unwittingly. Right. It's like, not everybody knows everything, first of all, or anything. That, that's a ridiculous statement, and it's a straw man, and I'm not going to participate with this. I thought he's all about straw men. <laughs> that's his entire reason for existence. He can have character growth. Or he can just be <laughs> oblivious about it. Th- that might even be a sign of character growth <laughs> for the for the, list, the careful listeners, all eight of them. <laughs> I, I think you're off by an order of magnitude. <laughs> <laughs> all 0.8 of them. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, uh, mm. so Pandora turns to, te- to 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 Jenny. She's like, well, "What do you want to do?" I I made the last couple decisions and they were terrible. Okay, my heart just broke. Just FYI. <laughs> um. Well, I didn't. I don't really know where to go. I want to go somewhere. So this is somewhere. So let's go. And and this is obviously just a facade that, that Jenny doesn't believe at all. But uh, and anybody looking closely can tell that she's she's faking it. But but that's what she's saying. And, and Look, Pandora says, "If you try to take us some perv den, I'm going to blast your balls off." He stares at her in almost blank comprehension and has that look of like, "I know those were all English words, but I am so far from the context of where that came from." <laughs> That I have literally no idea what you said. No, we're just we're going to go to the airport, and then we're going to go to Budapest. What okay. airport? I don't know. I've never never actually been on a plane. It looks like it's like oh, I haven't. It looks at her. He's like, you're you're Pandora, Spotify, right? At this point, she just like takes like a like a step back, like and and actually, she's so agitated that her first song changes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, completely new genre. Nice. <laughs> well, it could be the same genre. I just, I, I, I only got the genre table. Ooh, genre table. Oh, it's off. Okay, it's Missionary Man by Yuri Yuri the <laughs> Okay, what's that give you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I've been adding songs faster than I've been thinking about what to do with them. I like it. I think it should give you some kind of uh, you gotta believe me. That yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe some empathy. Oh, no, uh, no empathy at all. Well, you wouldn't mess with a missionary man, right? So definitely. So like, she has like mind, def- mental defenses. Lots of defense. Um. Okay. Okay. Her her eyes actually go black. Okay. Like I mean, I'm not talking like her eyeballs. Right. Like. Just the like the area around her eyes, like the size of you know half dollars, just just go black, like, as though there were a pair of sunglasses hovering. Yes, with nothing in between them. 
Mm-hmm. It's um, a great image. And she starts like doing the herky jerky Annie Lennox movements from the video. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she has an aura of fear, like projected in a cone straight out in front of her, always on. Just, I mean, she she looks really freakish. Okay. And is it an area? Is it an area attack or it is it style? It is an area attack. Okay. But it's a roll, cone. Roll three d six against DCB of three. Do your OCB against the DCB of three. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a twelve. Okay. Um, what is your OCB? My OCV is probably not going to change, so it's four. That does it, then. Oh. All right. Well, it, it, it's 11 plus, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. So uh, what's the effect? Fear. He is, I mean, just pants-shitting terror. Which, uh, that that <laughs> because... sounds great. What's the, uh, how, many, how many dice, and what's the, t- uh, what's the power? So we can go ahead and compare it to not all man stats. So which power is this? Is this a uh, mental? This is basically essentially a mental attack. Um, but I guess I have to figure out what kind of power that would be. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see the powers book. Well, there, yeah. there's a, a motion aura. Um, it could be a presence attack. Which is a presence, presence attack. attack. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. That's what I... It's like I got pre, my presence is plus 40. Okay, you could also do it as a presence drain. Oh, that's fine. Or, or some combination thereof. Let's so you, you, you drain cool. the opponent. You drain the opponent's presence, right? Yes. Okay. And when they get down to zero presence, they crumble. They're, they're terrified. But in the meantime, they're, they're so they role play the fact that they are increasingly frightened. All right. Let me see how drain works. I, I have drain because I thought maybe I might run into bullets with butterfly wings. I'd be a vampire sent to drain. But I just I says ND six drain. I don't even know what that would do. It, well, it drains a stat. So you would yeah. drain. Yeah, you roll d six, and it's like an attack. Like you, it's uh, adjustment you, power. Uh, it's it's ten. It's ten character points per one d six. So however many character points divided by ten. Right. And then uh, the CP is removed from the active points of the characteristic or power being drained. Okay. okay. That all makes sense. So this is this is wow. This is expensive. Base of ten. Yeah. But I still have to have to have to save room for my uh, shooting negative black energy out of my eyes for my black eyed looks. <laughs> but I, I do love this image of like the the song changes and all of a sudden like these uh, sort of floating sunglasses in front of her eyes materialize into existence, and you can just kind of feel that the the air start to get darker and, and kind of wavy in front of her. Uh, fourteen. Okay, so forty forty six. I got fourteen. Okay, uh, he just fucking runs away, like just straight up, like totally was not expecting it. Flees into the night. That. She starts running after him. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know my name? He is he is like he is apparently a runner. Like he he's got pretty good speed. He he is just moving. Well, I'm running after him. Okay, because um, I want to know. Let's see how. And it's just and it's this kind of shambling, like jerky, like she's moving like quickly and then slowly. Right. I mean, so the average speed is average, but it's it's very very disturbing to watch. Okay. And I'm Jenny's just going to run after uh, Pandora. Just hey, come back. <laughs> Where are you right. going? So what? So what happens for a presence drain? Like they're just not functional, right? If they have a presence of zero. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I hadn't really thought about it. No, there's there's a thing. They they, they have descriptions for all of them. 
Well, I guess it would depend if he go, just curls up in the fetal position or if he... At present zero, a character must attempt a presence roll to take any offensive action or remain in the face of anything even remotely threatening. Failure means you can take defensive actions only or free or flee. Okay, so he's fleeing. He is. He, he has fled. Fled. He is fl- flee fledding because he is not a high presence human. Come back. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know. Well, how long will this last? Uh, so, so you overshot it by three, and drain slowly repe- repe- reappeared. This is a blast, man. Thanks. Yeah. That does CP damage. I'm, I'm, I'm on page 46, working my way down. Yeah. Okay, the CP removed by a negative adjustment power returned to the victim at the rate of 5 CP per turn. So after, like, like he goes running off, and after about 12 seconds... So is Pandora careful to not face him? Probably not at the moment. Excellent. She's... Then roll an attack roll against DCB3. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh, I got a 16. Oh, thank goodness. So, like, he starts running, and, like, he kind of gets, like, a, a little bit of hold of himself and just throws himself flat. And he goes, stop looking at me! Stop looking at me! Ah, I'm so ugly! I, I avert my eyes. For he may assume other forms. Okay, uh... How do you know my name? Uh, I'll do a standard presence attack. To startle him into revealing the truth. Uh, my presence is 20, so that's okay. uh, 46 plus... Oh, that's a presence attack. So you, you roll oh. 46. Oh, okay. Let me, let me go ahead and find the roll for it. Uh, I got a total of 16. I'm on uh Because it's one. is it 1d6 per 5? Exactly. Well, this, is, this actually works out pretty well because his presence is already trained. <laughs> exactly, like you're actually in pretty good shape. <laughs> All right, I'm on page 16 and I'm working my way through. I'll get... I get bonuses for the quality of my soliloquy. You do, but your soliloquy was only okay. No, my <laughs> soliloquy was merely. Let's see what else we got here. You don't. Have, you don't have a reputation. It was not punctuated with a violent action. <laughs> it does agree with his psychological complication. He has to talk everything through and explain things. <laughs> so give, it's give, roll, roll, another, roll another d6. It's an effect roll. 1d6 for every 5 points of the attacker's presence. So another 4, so it's a total of 20. Okay, so you are at presence plus 20. Target is odd. He will not act for one roll phase. He's at one half DCB on page 16 for those playing yes, at I home. Uh, and possibly we'll do as the attacker commands. If he's friendly, good things happen. That's about it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, like wine shouting. He's like, it's an invisible lady wandering around southwestern Utah. How many of you do you think there are? <laughs> Who? Like, like, just li- literally, like, this has got to be infuriating. He's just like, who? You? Like, the, we're not idiots. Like, people pay attention. Who's we? The people who live in Budapest. Like, you, you're, you're jogging over and catching up. He, yeah. He's still cowering, by the way. Yeah. Like, he is not in a good place. And will be for another, another like, 12 seconds until it falls <laughs> over. And he's got, got at least, like, cause right now he's at, like, I think it's exactly one presence. So... <laughs> So are are you with the government? What? No, they're idiots. Well, 
As you, well, at least we agree on something. <laughs> plus two d six. He made a presence attack with his one presence, <laughs> but, but but agrees so much with her psychological complications <laughs> that it totally works out. Okay. So there's, uh, so there's, there's a pause as both of you get there, and he's like recovering from the fear blast. Right. Right. It's like, what is wrong with you? Well, if you knew anything, you would know what's wrong with me. So how do you know about me if you don't know what I do? I know there's a super, or some people call them H-pluses, or a power, or whatever the hell we're called, and she wanders around Utah, and she shows up once in a while. And she's different every time. So, like, I did some freaking math. Well, I'm different now. I noticed! Sorry I'm making you crap your pants. Do you need another pair of pants? I could have teleported away, you know. I can do that. It's <laughs> she might actually look at him to make sure. <laughs> he doesn't want that. No, no, he does not. If you need a new pair of pants, I have a I'm backpack full fine. of clothes. I just ran away because it's powers. Powers make you do things. That's how it is. I, I, I've been struggling to come up with a you know all men something something something, but it, it's just not coming. So we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> I want to give him an opportunity. Well, you can be like, you know, everybody's frightened of my powers, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll get there. Excellent. So he's uh, he's pretty much recovered, but he's, like, crouching to avoid your gaze, right? Yeah. And she's looking away, right, and ca- causing some poor bush to feel the kind of terror that, <laughs> that plants have only dreamed of. There's a small desert hedgehog that's just not in a good place oh, I right could, I could, I'm just imagining, like, uh, suddenly a, a bunny just completely loses its shit and flees, right? <laughs> No, skitter, died, skitter. No, <laughs> Coyote. Okay, uh, the song rolls over. That was enough. That was enough suffering. <laughs> enough of that. But thanks for the plot point. <laughs> and we learned the system a little better. Yes, that's true. Uh, it's Billy Joel's Stranger. Okay. <laughs> the faces of a stranger. She loves to try them all. So she probably has. Like shapeshift and, and mimicry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Who does she feel like looking like right now? Um well right now her entire body turns mm-hmm. into s- silk. Okay. That's unique. And she's just kind of this this billowy, willowy, you know her 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 body is kind of shifting and, and, and transmogrifying as mm-hmm. little willows of silk flather around, and there's a the kind of a face hovering somewhere in, in this mass of silk. Wow. She's like, okay, where are we going at? Where are we going? Okay. <laughs> he, he is astonished. Like it, How's Jenny taking this? That, this is an unusually extreme transformation. Um, uh, Jenny just gets kind of big eyed. But uh, but just keeps it together. Doesn't uh, tries not to show any reaction, but that's not actually possible. Yeah. So Nala Man looks at you and he's just like, "What are you?" I'm Spotify. This is what I do. The song gives me powers, and depending on the song, 
and she just kind of like obviously is clearly frustrated, and her entire like her, her form shimmers mm-hmm. from silk mm-hmm. to steel. Okay. Whoa. And and she's just like basically this this kind of almost like a, a statue of shiny like chrome, like perfect like like perfectly sculpted mm-hmm. steel. And she's like, everyone everyone goes south every now and then. He looks at her and he's like, he's got a very complicated look on his face, right? Because, you know, that sucks. He says, okay, well, so I'm supposed to take you to the airport. It's hard for me to bring passengers. So, like, it's going to take a minute, okay? All right. Um, you need to take my hand. And it looks at both of you to make sure that's cool. Okay. She holds and out her hand. It would be better if you were people. She sighs. And as she sighs, her mm-hmm. skin turns into leather. Like okay. an actual like black leather. Okay. That's hot. It's not. <laughs> I meant like physically. That sounds very yeah. warm and uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and she's like, is this better? Yeah. I wait. That's, that's the big thing. Uh, what, what does Jenny do? Uh, Jenny is obviously, I mean, she's very obviously hesitant to mm-hmm. um, to take on her weak form. Mm-hmm. Um, she'd really rather um, just uh, defuse her um, reactive armor by going uh, depleted uranium. Okay. But um, when he says wait... She kind of sighs and goes back to her normal form. Right. Because you're familiar with this from <clears throat> earlier when, when it was hard to teleport with you being solid. Mm-hmm. Apparent, apparent, it does make sense that like, like it's harder to do more, but apparently those are the rules, right? So um, he closes his eyes and he concentrates and you just sort of appear in a sort of anonymized airport terminal which would look familiar to repeated viewers of the podcast for the for those of you with the meta knowledge yes uh it's this like idealized image of what an airport would look like with uh you know the the gates and terminals in in an oval space around you and he just like falls to the floor and is like catching his breath like there's there's sweat just dripping off of him Pandora's, I mean, this is, this is, this is probably the craziest thing she's ever seen. It's right there. Like, and Pandora, like, consistently generates some crazy shit. Yeah. Well, she doesn't actually take a look at it. Um, well, Jenny's looking around. I'm, I'm not sure she's ever been in an actual airport. Before. That's entirely possible. Or, or maybe only the once during the evacuation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pandora's definitely never been in an airport. So there's, uh, like, Random people who pay no attention to you, like walking around, going from place to place, uh, drinking at the bar, picking up coffee and snacks, walking places. There's gate attendants. I mean, it, it looks like what you and I would look, know to look like an airport. It's very busy, and everybody's got something to do. Even if that thing to do is wait for their chance to do something else. So, mm-hmm. well, I guess I'm waiting for uh, not old man to change his pants again. Yeah. So after about like you know ten twelve seconds, he he does an endurance recovery, right? Yeah. And he reappears and he says, "Okay, let's um, so walk toward the Salt Lake City Gate, and then it's going to be right near there." Do we okay. see? Do I see the Salt Lake City Gate? 
and as he as he heads in that direction, you see, in, in, in kind of a video gamey fashion, that that space is resolving into uh, a gate that says, you know, Salt Lake City flights departing. This isn't a real airport, is it? Huh? No, it's the airport. And the Salt Lake City gate is completely covered by a featureless, gray, gray shimmering goo drift. Uh, so her, her form changes from, from leather mm-hmm. to silk and then to steel again. And she's like, I'm not going in there. No, no, we're going next door. We would never go there. That's, that, that is not a good place. Well, okay. He looks at her and he says, so you hate the government, right? Well, of course. Who, who doesn't? Where would you put a town so the government couldn't touch it? And then he, like, looks toward Public City. Yeah, Maybe in a spot that the goo was around, but wouldn't go in? She's, like, kind of shaking her head, like, how does, does that make work? any sense? The, the whole place got eaten. And, uh, where did you read that? Well, I, I heard it. From who? My family. And who told them? They heard it from the the underground radio. There's no underground radio, man. I'm sorry. No, there is. Wait, like then what's coming out of the radio? Is this is all. This is all. You know, we got AM stations all over this country. Oh, They're all subband. Yeah, no, that's fine. But where do they get their information? Nobody knows anything. The satellites won't. None of the satellites take pictures either. Everybody knows something. He smiles and says, "All right, let me let me put it to you differently." Six months ago, runaway nanites ate everything in the whole world in Salt Lake City, and they were going to destroy the whole country and the whole world and turn us into goo, and then they stopped. Right. That sounds like it makes sense to you? Well, it sounds like something's fishy, and I knew that something was fishy anyway. Well, there's a lot of fishy things, and one of them is that there's a little spot right on the edge, which is surrounded by gray goo, which is actually safe. So we're going into the goo. That doesn't make any damn sense. We're going next to the goo. But it's by the goo. It's by the goo. Why would we do that? Do you want to not get found? Look, go, go hide where they would never look. That actually makes sense to her. That's, what she it's, it's, so that's the problem. Like he, he actually knew what, what an argument would make sense to her. Yeah, plus, plus 3d6. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll bite. But... We, we got to walk into the the goo door. No, there's a. He says, "Follow me. Come here. Come here. Let me show you something." All right. And he walks over and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a key. And then next to the goo door, there's like a little like half quarter door thing, with this really archaic weird lock that he that he puts a key into. He opens it up, and then it opens, and then you can see where the goo has like completely enveloped the, the the ramp that would go to a plane that that's not currently there. And that and that goes to the gate, but this little door opens up just to the outside. And there's waiting below you, there is a like one of those construction uh slide things that they throw stuff down that, so that it doesn't like destroy itself when it lands on the ground twenty, thirty yeah. feet down. And he's like, Yeah we go through here. It's a secret entrance. Okay. That doesn't look safe. He looks at Jenny. He's like, uh, hey, I, I'm sorry this is stupid. He says. A 12-year-old would say, well, you're stupid. 
I think that's more eight-year-old. Twelve-year-olds uh, <laughs> is sullen silence, right? That's that's, that's yeah. kind of what you're hitting. Yeah, okay. but sullen silence doesn't make good radio. <laughs> I don't know. The I, sullenness we, doesn't come across. I uh, think we can just have like four seconds of background hissing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, I want you to imagine the sullenness of the silence that is about to follow. <laughs> Dramatic sigh. Uh, so it says, uh, "Do you, uh, do you want me to go first? I don't want I, I don't want to leave you here because you might, you know, chicken out." Well, I don't. I'm not going in the goo door. No, the, down down the slide here. It'll take you where you're going. No, I'm saying, where else would I go? Besides, I'm not going to the goo door. I'll, I'll follow you. You go first. Okay. And he looks at Jenny. He's like, Jenny? Wait, he doesn't say that at all. He looks at Jenny. He's like, hey, wait, I don't... What's your name? Don't tell him your name. Tank girl. He pauses. And he's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems legit. All right, tank girl. Uh, are, are you okay with, with going down this thing? All right, um, you know you you could you could be a tank down this if you wanted to. I don't think it would hurt it. He's saying that. Or? Yeah, he says that. Now, he's an unreliable narrator, but he seems to know a lot more <laughs> than you do. Um, I don't know that. That doesn't look all that sturdy. I'm just gonna, okay. I'm just going <laughs> to. He says he says clearly giving no shits. <laughs> That's you're happy. Right. I'm happy. That's how you're going first. Sure. Okay. But you are coming after, right? He says. What? Do you want me to pinky swear? Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she pulls up her pinky and she kind of makes like a, like a derp face. Like a pinky swear. Mm. He totally, he totally like reaches up a pinky and does it, and it it actually feels a little funny. Like you would, like you would feel shitty swinging him over after this. <laughs> yeah, except Joe knows it's not all man, and I, I feel no shits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in fact, I, in fact, I really, really wanted to find a reason to find a Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he goes. So he goes down the little, the little tunnel. All right. Well. Okay. Jenny, I'll go. Uh, yeah, we'll go, I'll go next. Okay. So, and, and so yeah, Jenny Pandora follows. will jump. Excellent. In. So it, it, it's it's kind of like a cool like it's a little like bumpy on the way down. Each of you takes like two stuns that she'll recover over the next little bit, right? But it's this kind of cool thing where like it, it sort of grips you a little bit. And you go down a long, you know, you're going a long distance, and then all of a sudden you appear on a blank plane. Not a blank plane, obviously, but like a, a desert scrub plane. Did you get the little, little link I sent to you for roll twenty? Yeah. The map is not hugely important. It just it just uh, makes it so it sounds a little bit less like I'm being arbitrary. <laughs> and we are now in the climactic combat. I see little fedoras. You see little fedoras. Jason, are you seeing this beautiful yellow map? I am seeing it now. Yeah. Okay, and do you see that there's uh, in the top right there are a number of little hats. Uh huh. And in the middle left there is the two of you. Uh huh. So you are the tank. Excellent. And then Joe is the Spotify token. So you appear, okay, and you are standing in this kind of scrub land, and as you take a moment to reorient yourself, several things happen. First of all, the song changes. And then you are standing next to Not All Man.
Okay, I, yeah, Jenny immediately goes um, uh, depleted uranium. Legit? What's Pandora got? Uh, Let's Get Loud by uh, <laughs> good talk, good Jennifer choice. Lopez. So what did that give us? Sonic Attacks? Oh, of course. Excellent. <laughs> Go ahead and work up a list. And not all man looks up, he's like, Fedora bots? And that's how he says it. Like, he just looks at him, he's like, oh, Fedora bots? <laughs> and you realize that there's just this, this these little scuttling robots that are in the shape of fedoras. And they're about, like, two and a half, three feet wide, like a battle bot size. And they have little scuttling feet, and all of them have, like, you know, an armored top that looks like a blue fedora. What the heck is a fedora bot? Because that means Keck must be nearby. Keck! Keck, quick, take me away from here. I'm under her spell. And he teleports away from you. What the hell? And I need to emphasize... All of this made sense to him. Yeah. He just did stuff that all seemed to make sense to him. So give me perception rolls for each of you, and I'll, I'll tell you how much information you get. But it, it wasn't like he was astonished or like, weird to, like it was like, okay, this is a thing that happens, and this is my response to it, right? Okay, so perception is an int? Yes, please. It's a 9 plus int over 5, and it's also on your character sheet directly. Okay. So that's so I got an 11 out of 12. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, tell, yeah, tell me how much you made it by, if you make it. Did you say 3d6? Yes, please. Uh, and, and we nine, so I made it by to, two. Uh, Alright, uh, so the, the two of you look around. First of all, like you definitely were taken somewhere, and you can see like this is sort of a bowl in the middle of, like, like a depression in the middle of some mountains. Uh, okay. on the, the, the mountains themselves have drifts of gray goo on them. But the bowl appears to be basically empty, and you see that there's some kind of remote, some kind of moat, like the, a long, long moat surrounding like something like five square miles, but like a really good chunk of land. That's very quick moving, and appears appears to be like protecting this area from the gray goo. And then when you look up, and you're inside the moat, by the way. Uh, there are all these little fedora bots, like over, over to, to in that direction, which we're going to call north because why not? And then behind you, there are some buildings uh, and uh, look like bunkers and things like that. And the fedora bots are scuttling in your direction. Where are the bunkers? They are uh, behind you, back, back and to the left. Back and to the left. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe two hundred two hundred three hundred yards. And to the left. And the fedora bots are scuttling toward you, and uh, it doesn't take a genius to realize they're probably they probably have hostile intent. Uh, so I need I, think I need we've to been discuss tricked. what just happened to you over the past ten minutes. Okay, you were at a truck stop. You ate right. Yeah. You decided to get some air. This guy appeared, told you that Budapest needed your help, right? Which is apparently a, a, a city in Russia. Yes. And also a person. Don't forget that part. Then said that you could get there quickly. Still nighttime, by the way. These things are all lit up, right? They have little, little lights underneath them. And then took you to like this sort of abstract airport place, which allowed you to go long distances very quickly. Snuck you in down a little slide tunnel, like 
disturbingly similar to something out of a Bruce Willis movie. Twelve Monkeys, maybe. And then you would appear here on this plane, and then he shouts something about Keck and teleports away. So that's how your evening's been so far, is where I'm going with this. I woke up with a clown's hand down my pants. That's how my day went. That's horrifying. No? I should just... <laughs> I just I just saw the little things you posted on the map. <laughs> <laughs> you really you really need to turn that off. I feel very I feel very uncomfortable right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. I hate you guys so much. So very, very much. Alright. <laughs> How do I even disable letting you people do anything? I, I don't know, but you should. <laughs> no, because then I have to actually assign your, your tokens to you, and I don't want to work that hard. <laughs> You're on a, uh, a desert plane, and there are robots scuttling toward you, and some things actually kind of make sense now. Who has the higher speed of the two of you? Well, probably me, because I think my... Um, I got some bonus speed here, because uh, mm-hmm. I can live my life all the way, and I can't waste it. Sounds faster. Well, my speed's four. Okay. My speed is five. Okay. Not to be a topper. That's fast. It is. Like, both of you are cruising. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling up the uh, the chart, so, the speed chart. Are, Go ahead. The, there are bunkers behind us. Something. Yeah. Can I see any people? No, because it, it is nighttime, and and there there are no lights or anything. So it's more shapes than anything else. So I guess it, it uh, and I'm saying this out loud because yes. generally Pandora says everything out loud. Yes. Um, I, I would imagine that's Budapest behind us. I don't. I, I think we better run for it. Yeah, yeah I, I, I feel a lot safer in a bunker. Okay. Against an army of robots, like what? <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna book ass for the bunker. Okay. Um, give me give me perception rolls, both of you. Oh, I got a sixteen. Excellent. I got eight, so I made okay. it by. So Jenny happens to notice that there is there is a, an entity which is definitely not a, a fedora bot in the middle of the crowd of fedora bots. Okay. And that entity is, and I'm I'm really not kidding here. This sort of Egyptian god robe wearing thing with a frog head. That's Are either of you internet people? Um, yes and no. Okay. Jenny has kind of become an internet person, although she's more of a like social networking person. I don't but know. You if recognize she's... that, like, it looks familiar. This looks like some like weird shit posting icon bullshit that you have seen somewhere. Like that, you're, you're struck both by the fact that there's a friggin' Egyptian god with a frog head, right? And the fact that, oh my god, that's a thing. Like, th- there's a thing involving Egyptian god with a frog head. And not all man appears next to them, lays his hand on them, and then they both disappear. And the fedora bots start looking confused and milling around. All right, so let me. I, I need to. I need to wrap my head around this. No, a lot just happened. I'm willing to work with you here. So, so Pepe the Frog, not quite, stand, but yes, 
is standing in the... Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, Amun Pepe is standing in the middle of the Fedora bots. Yes. And that's what Jenny noticed. Yes. And so, uh, not all man... Yes. Was he wearing a Fedora? He was not. Okay. Um, had teleported to Amun Pepe. Yes. And then they both teleported out. Yes. And now the Fedora bots are no longer, like, stopping. They're much less purposeful. They're kind of milling around. Okay. And a little bit of time passes while while the two of you digest this, but nothing seems to be changing much. Okay. I think we just got done a bamboozle. Well, because actually, at this point, Pandora doesn't know what is going on. She just completely there was a lot that just happened, and yes, sure. I'm still kind of interested in getting to the bunker. That sounds like a good plan. So, having not noticed anything because I rolled Mm -hmm. a sixteen, Pandora is still kind of booking for the bunker and and making sure that Jenny is following. So, I guess if Jenny is yeah, Jenny's Jenny's going to follow and and tell Pandora about it later. Excellent. So you you have a you, you have like a, a couple of minutes of jogging to the bunker and you can share this information. Okay. Um, you get to the bunker and it's it 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 looks like one of those um pictures of a like Albanian style bunker that you get everywhere. Albanian style bunker. Yes, like you know now Albania they had all those like bunkers that were like dug into yeah. things and they were actually pretty big and the, the Hosha is and stuff yeah, because the. the because they had to give them something to do, so what they did is the old population just filled the entire country full of pillboxes. I missed the memo on that. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's a bunker, the important thing. And okay. um, as you approach it, the lights turn on. There, there, there's a uh, what we call motion detector kind of thing. And then after after a few minutes, a sixty uh, something elegant looking woman in a night dress uh, opens the door and looks out at you. And she's got like she's got pajamas with a robe on over it. Hi, I'd like to borrow a cup of sugar, please. <laughs> and, and she looks at both of you, and she says, "Oh, it's lovely to meet both of you. I'm so sorry. Uh, this is socially awkward. Um, not all ma'am was supposed to introduce you, and I don't see him with you." Um, was that the guy who teleports? Yes, yes, that's that young man. He said yeah, he, mm-hmm. he teleported the over. Frog. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, actually, I, Pandora should not be saying any of this because she saw none of it. So I will. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, having you kind of talk over each other is perfect, right? Yeah. Well, but I, but he left with the frog. Because the frog. Frog? What? What are you talking about? Frog. He left with a frog. And she, and then she, uh, she, she looks up, and then, you know, they're they're. You can hear kind of the clanking of the robots, like in the far distance. It's a, you know it's a few hundred yards, right? And but yeah. they're lit up. And he's like, she's like, "Are those little robots?" I know this yeah, will like, sound like the strangest question you've ever heard, but do, do their tops look something like uh, fedoras? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How did they get inside the perimeter? Oh my! She she, she says, thinking to herself. And so you said not all man is, isn't with you anymore? No. No. Was there anyone... I know this is... I, I'm sorry, I haven't introduced myself, but just before we go anywhere, because there's a little danger here, was there anyone with the, those, those fedora bots? There was this big frog guy. 
and oh. uh, and not all man left with. Oh, not all man left with Keck. <sighs> there is a sense, she says to herself wistfully, in which that was fundamentally inevitable. And and sort and sort of sort of looks and it looks very sad, but you know in a controlled way. And I, so, I want to say that again, like she just just straight says that, right? Jenny kind of yeah. rolls her eyes. Pandora looks up at the sky. <laughs> she is so pissed off right now, and she knows if she is facing in any other direction, she might hurt something. <laughs> and she goes, "God damn it!" And and. There is a just this this sonic boom right. erupts out of her mouth and just you know echoes across the mountains. Just mm-hmm. god damn it, god damn it, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she immediately does a sign of a cross, she says, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then she she puts her head down. And, and, and looks at the woman. And she's like, "What the hell is going on?" Well, yeah. What are those robots? Um, and who is Cat? Well, let me answer your questions really quickly. But uh, come inside. Uh, actually, no. I, let's stay here for just a moment. I want to keep an eye on those robots and make certain that they're still confused. My nickname. I'm one of you. I, I am a power like you. Okay. It has become common for us to adopt nicknames, and my nickname has become the Second Wave. Okay. This is a town named Budapest, and it is a safe space for women who have been affected by the Grey Goo. Okay. Yeah, we, Jenny kind of perks it. up. Because yeah, she has like, no idea what a, what a second wave is. No. But I this all sounds pretty good. Sent a beacon out earlier tonight. And I do most nights looking for powers who, who are in the right mood, who who are who are loose, uh, young women, who are, who who don't have a place to that go. That didn't come out right at all. Yes, for young women who are powers who don't who don't have a place to go. And oh. if if that is the if that if that is in in your head, then that you you will hear this this call to to come and find Budapest. But we have to be very careful because um, if too many people find us or, or they're not careful in how they approach us, of course, we'll be detected by the government. I don't want you to park yourself here. Uh, so, um, but are, isn't this a problem that there's an army of robots that found you? Yes. And, she, and she's and pointing across the, the, the sand. It is, but it, it isn't your problem yet. And I, I wanted to give you some context. Yes, they shouldn't be here. Uh, they shouldn't be able to get across the river. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, we're going to have to figure something out. And then um, I'm afraid Keck has... Well, I'm afraid, I think Keck and Not All Man sort of kidnapped each other just now. What? But I thought Keck... I, th- I, thought, I thought Not All Man was working for you. He... Um, I think he may have just resigned. Well, that doesn't seem very loyal. I... Man... She says, and like, there is just so much background behind that one yeah. syllable, right? Yeah. And, and I suppose if, if Jenny was, was more worldly, she'd, you know, not Jenny, P- Pandora mm-hmm. was more worldly, she probably would, would make some other comment. But she's just kind of like, what? Although she's kind of slowly 
kind of grokking the fact that the whole Bundy compound is they're all assholes. Yes, and and, and that's that's not a thing. Yeah, <laughs> but it, so it, it is not entirely unreasonable that someone would have that opinion, but right. you don't really know what else, you don't really know. All I really don't know what that how pro, how to process it. Yeah. Probably because she's spending her entire life hearing that you know like you know feminism is 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 like for mutants. Exactly. Well, and she is one, so there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm really sorry. I have I have two problems. Um, I have, I don't know who you are. I'm so sorry. Uh, and I I need I need you to be safe and to know what's going on. And then I need to deal with them. And I'm not entirely sure of how to do that currently. Yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. No. No. Absolutely. And by the way, all the time that she's talking to Jenny and mm-hmm. Pandora, Jenny hasn't changed back from depleted uranium. So, and she seems very comfortable with that. Like that, she wasn't at all phased that she was made out of depleted uranium, and she seems to think that's a perfectly reasonable thing to be doing. And then she gives she gives the two of you a moment to process all this and see where you're coming from. I'm back. Excellent. So she explained these things to you, and she's giving you a second to take this in, which is honestly a little nicer than than not all man was. That's that's factually correct. And she has a she has a very reassuring mean to her. Well, Pandora's talking to to Jenny. Is is uh, um, I'm I'm open if you're open. Yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, if these Fedora bots are a problem. And this lady doesn't know how to take care of them. I think I know how to take care of them. Thank you for listening to our 10th episode of Get In Loser, We're Going Adventuring. Thanks, as always, to Brad Padre for our intro, outro, and interstitials. Thanks also to freesound.org for some sounds and a tabletop audio for background music. If you have a moment, please review us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcasts. All right, I'm back. No problem. <laughs> She's like, my, you know, my, uh, Erica is, uh, is out tonight. She's like, when's mommy coming home? I'm like, eh, she's not home yet. And uh, she starts going, well, I'm worried about this thing and this thing. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, you're being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just saying. The, the mic is hot. <laughs> Every mic is always hot. Exactly. So, all right.